Hi, everyone. Everybody okay? Yeah? Had a good week? Yeah? Okay, right. Okay, that, that says a lot. Okay, um, so welcome to the second week of the series Gift. And last week, Mark, our senior pastor, he kicked off the series telling us all the amazing things that are happening at Vineyards. And he just talked about the past, how Chris and Fliss, they're here today, how they faithfully sowed into this church to make it what it is now. And he talked about what's going on and also what's happening in the future and what we're expecting in the future. How many people heard that word that God gave to Isabel to tell Mark? Who heard that? Yeah, wasn't that amazing? And if you haven't heard it, you can go on, um, I think there's a podcast of it, or you can go on our website or the Vineyard app. And this week I was speaking to Mark on the phone and I said to him, wow, that word that God dropped on you, oh my goodness. And he was like, yeah, I know, but it's not just for me, it's for the church. And so we all, we all get a part to play. We all can get involved. And Mark also last week, he, he encouraged us to look and ask God, what are our gifts? What can we give? How can we get involved in making this church even better? And he also gave us the key text for this series, and that's in 1 Peter 4, verse 10. I'm going to read it out to you. It's, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. We can all do good. We can all do good in the environment that we are in. I am a I'm at the school gate nearly, you know, every day, Monday to Friday. And I'll be honest with you, I hate it. I hate the school gate. I hate it. And I don't, I, I hate the school gate politics. I hate the, you know, pe people comparing their kids and themselves to each other, you know. I hate the moaning and the fashion show at the school gate. <laughs> and so what I have done, I have just stayed, I've just isolated myself and I have just stayed to one side and I just don't, I'm not in any face group, um, you know, the school face group, group, WhatsApp group, I'm not in it. I, I just, I, I'm not a part of it. But I felt God say to me, I want you to use your gifts and I want you to smile at them, you know, Denise, smile at the ladies, just smile at them. <laughs> just talk to them, do some chit chat with them. And so I, I have been for the past three weeks. And do you know, in those three weeks, three women want to come to church. Just me, just telling them. Just me smiling, just me talking about, yeah, they forgot their lunchbox today. You know, that sort of thing. Three women actually want to come to Vineyard. So we can do good. Just something simple. We all have gifts. Okay, also, Galatians 6 verse 10. That's my text for today, and that is, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who have belong in the family of believers, who belong in church. We can do good in church. And throughout the whole series, we're going to be looking at various ministries that we have in the church. And today, as Heather said, I'm going to be looking at the Sunday teens. So you know what they are, because she, you know, she kind of said it. I was thinking, oh, you're saying my bit, Heather. But never mind, that's really great. Thank you. So the first one you would experience, and I can see them out there now. As you drive up here, maybe if you're walking, you will see someone in a yellow coat. Who saw somebody in a yellow coat today? 
Yeah? And that's a member of the car parking team. And they help you. They're all out there. Car parking team, can you hear me? Oh, no, they can't. But yes, you would have experienced someone there, and they would have helped you find a space. Now, if they were not there, just think what it would be like. Yeah, you might be spending 20 minutes, 30 minutes just trying to find a space, and as you find one, someone else goes in, and then you just think, ah, and you're meant to be going into church, you know? So they help you. They help you get into church quicker. Just imagine we were all out there with traffic jams, and then by the time we get in, it's over. Yeah, so they help you get into church. And as you get through the gates, you then find somebody else. You will meet somebody on the welcome team. Who met somebody at the door today? Yeah, you did? Brilliant. And it can be quite hard to come into a place where there's loads of people and you can feel quite scared, but then somebody opens the door and goes, hi. And then it makes you feel okay. And it can give you like the paper so you can find out what's on. And that is, you know, that's the welcome team. And then you might have forgotten, you know, having breakfast. You might want to have a hot drink or, or coffee. And then you've got that bar. Is it called refuel? It's refuel, right? Yeah? No? No? What is it called? Blend. No, not the blend. The blend one. Refreshment. Sorry, why did I think it was refuel? Sorry, I should know. I should know my bits. Anyway, so you can get a tea and a coffee. You can have as much as you like. No one goes, one coffee for you. No one does that. You know, you can have a coffee, a tea, have hot water if you bring your herbal tea, because I know some people do that. And you don't have to wait long if there's no milk. It's not like, all right, where's the milk? It's run out. Okay, we have no milk. There's people there just serving you and smiling at you, making you feel welcome. And if you don't like instant coffee, you can go to the blend bar and you can have a special coffee. Yeah, and you can even sit down and feel like you're in a coffee shop and you don't have to be in here. You can have a nice conversation and you can just feel comfortable. So those are the four teams. And we would love you to sign up and get involved. I myself am signing up to all four of them, actually, because I just think, you know what, if I'm going to stand here and preach about it, I'm going to practice it and I'm going to do it because I think they are great teams. So come and join me. Just sign up. It would be lovely to have you on there. And we've got some people who are going to come up right now, and they're going to talk about these teams. So if these volunteers, if you could come up. I don't want to say your name, because I want you to announce your name. If you can pick, if you can get a mic from Richard or Mark. Okay, so if you'd like to come up. Hello. Oh, actually, I don't need this, do I? No. <laughs> I might do a mark, though, and hold it so that you don't say anything too much, too long. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your name? You know my name. I know, but nobody else okay. does. My name's Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, guys. <laughs> so, what do you do? I'm on Welcome and on Kids Work. Ah, oh, lovely. So, tell me about Welcome. What do you do? So I stand at the front doors, uh, hand out papers, open the door and smile at people, uh, direct them to the coffee box, they're probably in need of that in the mornings, and then to the main one if they need to know where that is as well, to okay. the actual auditorium, let them know what's going on, help them to get their kids signed if need be, just really, just welcoming, just encouraging them. Oh wow, now I've, I've, I've seen you at the door many times, especially like I'm in the car with my kids and they're like driving us crazy, and we're like, Ugh. and then maybe me and Al might have an argument, and so we get in really frosty, and then you open up the door and you go, hi Denise, and that really helps. It does. That really helps. <laughs> it does. <laughs> 
So thank you. But you've probably already seen this morning, my kids were hanging off my legs and trying to do tumbles on me and then it gets a little bit harder to welcome. So yeah. I have the same, uh, the same struggles. There you yeah. go. Morning, morning, sorry, morning, 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 how are you? <laughs> so have you got any testimonies? Has something happened that has just been amazing just because you welcomed someone through the door? Has something happened that's... No. I'm sure it has. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, no, it's more, it's, more, it's more me being changed. It's okay. more me. I come in sometimes like you do. I'm grouchy. I'm grumpy. Kids have been up at night. You're just irritable. And you come into God's house and you want to be all like, hey, Jesus loves you and life is great. And you can't be. And then someone walks in, they smile at you and you go, okay, I need to, I need to change. Yeah. And then God kind of changes your heart because you, you, know, you need to change for that person. Because if you're grumpy on the door, it's not the best way yeah. someone morning. Mm, welcome to church. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Oh, wow. That's amazing, Mark. Well, keep doing what you're doing because it's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What's your name? Kate. Hi, Kate. And what do you do? Um, I do refreshments and I also do the bookstore. Oh, wow. So tell us about refreshments. Um, it's just making sure everyone has a cup of tea and smiling. Um, don't always know what to say to everybody, but it's like, have tea before I drink it all. My friend Mess will probably tell you I drink too much tea. So yeah, <laughs> get in there before I drink it all. Oh, wow. And I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're serving tea and has anything happened that has changed your perspective on serving or something amazing that's happened for somebody? Have you done anything or you seen God do something? Um, it, basically, it's um, when you're pouring out to other people, God tops you up in abundance. And um, I'm, you won't know it to look at me, but I'm quite shy. But I sort of go, well, you've got my hand. You're my wingman. So let's do this. And Brilliant. Get going. Oh, that's amazing. Well done. So good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? My name is Luca. Hello, Luca. Hi. Hi. And what do you do here? I uh, serve on the blend bar. Ah, oh, blend. Okay, cool. Blends are the, uh, the nice coffee. Yes. As opposed to the, uh, as opposed to the quick coffee. Tell my husband that he likes the instant. <laughs> <laughs> he likes instant, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so has anything happened that you would like to share? Um, no, nothing special. No. It's just, uh, but it's just nice to, um, I think, you know, to give people a, a, you know, to serve people. It's just one way of serving, not just the people who come to the coffee bar, but also the um, the blend bar. The the money that people pay us for coffee yeah. um, goes to the um, orphanage in India that we support. So it's a way of not only of serving people here at church who uh, want a, a nice hot drink, but it's also a way of serving. The, um, the orphanage in India that we support as a, as a church. Brilliant, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Luca. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Now, let me guess, what do you do? <laughs> um, part of everything, really. Yeah? No, uh, out on parking. Out on parking. Good. The team to be on. Okay. Um, that's amazing. Yes. So tell us about parking. Have well, you encountered any interesting <laughs> situations? No, no, the people that come to this church are lovely. Every single one of them. Um, but uh, yeah, no, let's just, just say that the, 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 the people on the parking team, they're there because introverts who want to welcome 
people before they even get to God's house. Oh, amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're quite vibrant people. Mm. Out in any weather, any time. So if you want fresh air before you get here, that's the team. I want to try it. Um, Mark, has, Mark has even tried to get on the team. Exactly. He's still in training, but... <laughs> no, it's, it's just, I think it's for us, uh, first point of call, um, and we try and do as much as we can to both, you know, make people smile and to yeah. get in. Brilliant. And, uh, yeah, then maybe take part in here. Excellent. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Really, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, can you take this? So do we have people here that are currently serving on any of the Sunday teams? Do you, yeah, do you want to stand up? Yeah? Let's give you a round of applause. Well done. Thank you so much. Brilliant. So if you would like to get involved, once again, just going to remind you that there is a stand outside, I think, as you come out and turn left. And um, yeah. It would be great to have more people serving. Now, we all are in different places, and um, some of you are currently serving, and that's great. Some of you are not serving, and just, just hearing us say, come on, just join in, you're like, okay, I will. And I'm sure there might be some people here who don't really plan on serving at all. We're all in different places. We're all on a journey. And about 16 years ago, I, I met my husband. So, yeah, 16 years ago, we've been married for about, I don't know, 12 years, I think, 12 or 13. And um, before I met him, I so wanted a boyfriend. I really wanted to meet someone. I was quite, um, not desperate, but I really wanted to meet someone. <laughs> and, um, and people would say to me, do you know what? You're going to meet your partner when you least expect it. When you don't want anyone, that's when you're going to meet them. And that's really frustrating. Because if you really want to be with someone, to be told that you've got to be like, I don't really want anyone, it's a, you know, it's, it's a bit conflicting. It's just really weird. So anyway, I went out with some friends, and we were at a restaurant, and I was sitting there. I was single. And this feeling just came over me. And at that point, I just thought, do you know what? I'm OK. I don't need anyone. I don't need a man right now. I'm actually all right. I'm happy single. And no joke, three days later, I met Al. That was the way it was. And a week when I just, you know, had that moment of, I'm okay. We were together a week later. And um, when I met Al, he was so lovely and he was just, you know, he was just, he, he gave so much and I took it. Just, and I just dumped so much on him because I hadn't, you know, spoken to someone for a long time. And I had just dumped all my problems on him. And he would just, just show love. And I would just lap it up and receive and receive and receive. And then six months later, he was like, girl, you've really got to give something back now. <laughs> because actually, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I need some support. You know, I need support. And I, I kind of looked at him like... Ugh. Oh my goodness, you want me to do something? Then maybe you're not the right guy. Oh my goodness. You know, I was like that. I thought, oh, he's, oh, wow. And I remember speaking to a lady who I worked with. Her name was called Julia Fisher. And I said to her, Julia, 
is it normal to be with someone when they need you? Like, and I know that sounds silly, but I, you know, I was a lot younger than she was. Of course, sometimes you're the weak one and they're the strong one. Sometimes they're the weak one and you're the strong one. In a relationship, you give and you, you, know, and you receive. It's a two-way thing. And we can, have, we can do that in so many things in our life. We can do that with friendships. We look at people and we think, oh, wow, they look really cool. I want them in my life. I want to get to know them. And you just want them to just be them and be in your life, and you give them nothing. And you can do that with God, where, you, you know, I know um, we love because he first loved us, but we just receive, 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 and then we think that's it. And when we worship him, we just want to receive in worship. But no, we, we need to give to him. We need to declare how great he is. And even when you speak to him, you're just giving him a shopping list of all the things you want. But actually, we need to be in his presence and hear what he has to say. And also just, just be grateful and thankful and just give our lives to him. Not just say, what can you give me, God? We need to give back to God as well. And we can do that in the church. We can just receive, receive, and take, and take, and take, and then we do not give anything back. Now, most of us here who are sitting here, this is our home church, and we probably made this place our home church because we received something. You may have received compassion from the care center. You may have received support. You may have found Jesus here. You may have felt really comfortable with all the wonderful things here. You received something. But actually, because we received something, it took people to give so that we could receive this. And my mum, she came here, she's from London, she lives in London, and she came and she visited, and I showed her around. I took her to the nursing, um, the cry room, and I showed her, you know, oh, look, this is where you can go, and you can feed your baby. And she was like, wow, look, look at the pillows, look at the nice nursing seats. Oh, wow, look, someone's put water there for the mums. Oh, this is so lovely. And then she saw the donuts, and she was like, oh, these donuts are so good. And, you know, she did for a couple of weeks. If I ever went back to lunch, I'd be like, oh, could you bring me back a donut? You know, she did do that. I didn't, so don't worry, all right? I'm not, like, taking them and, like, giving, feeding my family or anything like that. So, um, yeah, so she saw the donuts, and then she saw people at the, um, at the refreshment bar, and she was like, wow, that's amazing. And then I took her over to the new building, and she saw the care centre, and she was like, wow, it's like a supermarket. Where'd you get all this food from? Where'd you get all these things? I said, people donate. She was like, what? And then she went into the children's part, and she, by the time she got to the toilets, of the, you know, the little kiddie toilets, she was just crying. She was crying. She was like, look at these teeny, tiny little toilets. Look at the little sinks. And she was crying, thinking, look, every sink has soap, and it's such nice soap. And she was just like, wow. Your church is so lovely. People are so generous. I just feel God's love here. It's so wonderful. And it's because people are serving. People are getting involved and making this place so wonderful. Making this place so wonderful. And I am a big believer that whatever comes out of us is a reflection of what we experience in God. This week, I was listening to a talk about being an influencer, and there's this guy called Craig Rochelle, he was talking about being an influencer, and he was saying, yeah, you've got all these, you know, social media influencers, and you've got all these celebrities who are influencers, but we are all influencers, 
We all can influence the environment that we are in. And he said, you know what, the first influencer, one of the first influencers that are documented in the Bible, and that's the woman at the well. She met Jesus. She experienced the greatness of Jesus. And then she ran back to her village going, I met someone. I met someone who told me everything I ever did. And that's what she did. She experienced Jesus. Then she went and she told and she made an impact. And so whatever we receive, we should naturally give it out. Also, this week, God was challenging me and saying, Denise, whatever comes out of you is a reflection of how you see me. It's a reflection of how you see me. And so he said to me, you know what, Denise, if you are generous, it's because you believe I'm generous. If you hold on, Denise, it's because you don't believe that I'm going to give you more. So you're holding on to what you've got. And he said to me, Denise, if you, if you are just, you know, you complain and you say horrible things about people, it's because it's what you think I think about you. That's what he showed me. Because I was, somebody was getting on my nerves. Somebody did something that really got on my nerves. And I felt God say to me, Denise, let me deal with them, not you. Not because he was going to punish them, but he was saying, let me deal with their heart. Because if you confront them, you're going to sin. So don't do anything. Let me get involved. And I ignored him. And I was just like thinking about this person. Like, get on my nerves. And then, all of a sudden, I just got this song, this worship song, which is also a Bible text. And it's, you know, listen, if you ever hear a Christian song, a worship song that just randomly comes into your mind, just listen to the words and say, God, what are you trying to say to me here? Because I do believe he speaks to you in song as well. And so I just heard the words, the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. And I thought, wow, he's like that for me. And because he's like that for me, I should be that way to that person. And also, he showed me, Denise, be happy for people. Be happy and don't be jealous about what they've got. I saw a friend two weeks ago, and she was telling me how God just blessed her with this amazing opportunity. I mean, it was, oh, I, I won't say, but it was just, it was something that I wanted for myself. And I, she's telling me, she's going, I don't know how it happened, it was God, because I didn't even apply, these people just called me up, and they said, I don't even know how I got your number, and she was going, it's God, and I'm sitting there going, I want that, and she's going on and on, and I'm thinking, I came all this way to have a coffee for her to just tell me how great her life is, like that, and I just, and I just heard God say to me, if I can do it for her, I can do it for you. And he said, Denise, you need to join in the abundance. That's the word he's been given me. Join in the abundance because I can exclude myself sometimes and think there's a party going on and everyone's going to be blessed but not me. And he's saying, join in the abundance. And maybe some of you need to hear that. Join in the abundance. Do not exclude yourself. Things are available to you as well. And so God was just saying, I can do this for you too, just wait. And I was like, yeah, well, why can't you do it now? And he was like, because you can't handle it now. All the things that I want to do for you, you can't handle it now, you've got two little kids. Your job is school gates, talk to the women. That's all you do. You drop off, you pick up, and you talk, and you tell people about me. And I was like, okay, all right then, okay, I'll wait, I wait. And so he's saying, just be happy, be happy for people, and know that good things will come to you as well. 
How you see God is a reflection of what you will do out there as well. And so he's calling us to be rivers. He's calling us to, to have that living water come into us. And then it to flow out of us, not be reservoirs, not be dams, where we're just holding on and receiving and receiving and receiving and we're not giving out. And so I, I really believe that sometimes it might be hard to serve, it might be hard to give, because we're not feeding properly. We're not, we ha- we're not actually eating right. We're not getting that spiritual food. And it's nothing to do with the church. It's not like the church is not doing it. It's that you're not doing it. You're not managing your food, that spiritual food right. And that's why you're just sucking and sucking and sucking. And you're not giving anything back. Because sometimes people don't want to serve here because Sunday is their time. It's their time to experience God. It's their time to to connect with God. And when you make Sunday that one time where you need to connect with God so that it can take you through the whole week, you put pressure on Sunday to be everything you need. And then you start criticizing when things do not go the way you want it to be. You might come here and the worship's not good. And you're like, I didn't like that worship. I didn't like that one That's, that was up there. I don't like that one. I like the other one. The other one is really good. Oh, when, he, when, when they do it, oh, it's so good. But oh, I didn't like it this time, no. And then like maybe the talk is not good. You know, you're like, oh, I didn't oh, I don't like that one. When that one speaks, mm, I'm not. I prefer another one. When is that one speaking? Because that's the one I like to hear. And you start being in that position. And then maybe when it comes to the ministry team, you know, you're waiting for that specific person. You know, that one person who's like really close to God. I want them to pray for me. And you're in the queue and it's your time. There's someone available and you're like, I don't want that one. I'm waiting for the other person. That one is just, nah. All they do is say, come Holy Spirit. That's all they do. I want that person who's going to really talk into my life and pray. So you go, off you go, off you go, you go, you go. Because I'm waiting for that one. Yeah? And we all start to receive, and we start to just think it's an experience, and we start cherry-picking, and it's all about what we can get. But you see, the thing is, if you are just hopping up and being fed well, it doesn't matter because you're in the house of God, and you are experiencing God all the time. So I've got some things, how to get spiritually fed. The first thing is to spend time with God daily. Spend time with him daily. Don't just wait on Sunday. Don't wait on Sunday for everything to come for you. You need to spend time with him on a daily basis. And let the word, the next one is let the word of God minister to you daily through the Holy Spirit. Let it minister to you. I recently downloaded that YouVersion app. And so every morning at seven, I get a Bible verse. And I allow it to minister to me because you know what? We can, we can mi- let other things tell us about our, who we are. You know, we all, some of us have smartphones and we can see all these notifications first thing in the morning and you start looking at social media and then you start looking at your newsfeed and you see all these images. And just because you see all these images, it starts to tell you all of these lies. You might see that someone's just gotten engaged and you're thinking, wow, look at their, look at their wedding ring. Wow, that guy really spent a lot of money on their ring. Not on, look at my husband, he didn't spend much on mine. And then you see someone and they'd be like, oh, look, they've just got new carpet. 
there. Oh, look, look, they've got a new car, can't afford a car. Oh, wow, there was a party, no one invited me. Oh, they clearly don't like me. And then you just start, just because you saw images, it starts to make you think all these things that are lies and that can just set your day for disaster. But yet, if you just meditate on the Word of God, that can change your day. It can change your relationships because you've meditated on that rather than an image, a filter. What's that? So the next thing is make a decision to believe that God is really the almighty God and choose to believe that his word is true. Choose to believe that he's the almighty God and that when you talk to him, when he's on the case, everything's going to be all right. I was in St. Albans at a bus stop recently, and I saw somebody from this church who was in a really bad state. And we thought, wow, it's a God moment, because we saw each other. And I prayed for this person, and they were in a really bad state. And you know what? They even felt, they just felt quite suicidal at one point as well. And so we prayed, and it just lifted them. And then we saw at the bus stop somebody who was in a wheelchair who had come out, and they were unconscious. But there were people around this person, and they seemed to be okay. And the person that I'd prayed for who was at this church started to pray for this person. And I'm like, wow, you're, like, you're, not, in a, you're not in a good place, and yet you're praying. And you know what they said to me? They went, I've just, we've just prayed, I've got what I've needed, so now I'm going to help somebody else. And I just thought, wow, that spoke to me, that spoke to me, because they thought, you know what, we have just spoken to the Heavenly Father. Even though they never saw the result, what they needed at that point, they had faith because it was in God's lap. And because they knew that they had got from the Father, they were able to help somebody else. We need to be like that. And lastly, when you accept Christ as your savior, know it's Christ in you that gives you authority to overcome the enemy. So you don't have to wait on a Sunday to speak to someone in the ministry team. I'm not saying it's wrong to speak to them, but if you need prayer, you can pray any day of the week and ask God to come into a situation. You don't have to just wait to receive from that one particular person who prays really well. You can pray. In fact, you can go to that baby Christian who's just started on the ministry team and believe that, you know what? They're asking God to do something. So something's going to happen. You don't have to cherry pick the right prayer person. And so finally, I want to leave you with four reasons to serve. And can I have the bands up, please? When you serve others, you are serving Christ. You are serving Christ when you serve others. Matthew 25, 34 to 40 says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance, king, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me, and I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you, a stranger, and invite you in, or, ne or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go and visit you? And the king will reply, truly, I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. When we serve, we are serving our Lord. 
We are serving God. And two, when you serve others, you help them connect with Christ. So a lot of the, the, the volunteers were saying, oh, nothing's happened, nothing, I have no testimony, but they don't know what they've done. They don't know that just opening up the door and saying hi, that might have changed someone's life because they thought, wow, there's a really nice person here who's, who's just been so nice to me. I'm going to come back. And them coming back, they actually accepted Jesus. And because they accepted Jesus, it influenced their family. And because they influenced their family, they've changed a generation. You don't know just the little thing that you do that helps people come closer to Christ. And three, when you serve others, you develop and you gain more gifts. When you serve, it, it takes things out of you, you know. It takes pride. It takes, you know, it helps you to be humble. You overcome obstacles. And you know what? When you serve in one thing, you get more gifts because you meet all these challenges and you grow. And you are just doing all sorts of things for God. So it multiplies your gifts. And lastly, when you serve others, you create and develop better relationships. You develop relationships with the people that you're serving and also the people that you are serving alongside. I remember serving in the kitchen once and I remember these two guys and I remember looking at them while I was chopping carrots thinking I've got nothing in common with these two guys. I don't know if we're going to talk. Do you know one of them is in my family now? One of them married my husband's cousin, yeah? <laughs> You never know, you might be serving, you might meet the love of your life, you don't know. You might just meet a really good friend where you will do life together. But when you serve, you develop relationships. Okay, so if you could all like to, like to stand, we're just going to pray right now. <coughs> Heavenly Father, thank you so much. We are all in different places. Some of us are serving. And Lord, I just ask you to please, can you just... Just, just take us, just, here we are, we're here. We are here. We're all in different places. Some of you are like, you know what, I, I, I haven't even accepted you as, as my saviour, so here I am. And if that's you, just say, here I am, God. Take me. I, I want to I live my life for you. And if you are serving, just say, God, here I am. What do you want me to do? Some of you are like thinking, yeah, I'm going to serve. Again, just say, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Show me what you want me to do. So here we are, God. And maybe you're in that place where you are just receiving and you're not giving. And you don't even know how to give. And just say, God, please, show me. Help me to, to have a better relationship with you, to have a better experience with you so that I'm able to be a river and that your love and your spirit is just flowing out of me. So, Father, here we are. Please use us, please speak to us, please show us, please empower us, inspire us to do great things, Lord. And help us to see that even the little thing, even just a smile, even just a hello is something for you. So thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in us and what you're doing in the church. Thank you that you are our Father. Thank you that you love us. Thank you for your grace even when we get it wrong. 
Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.